Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis' The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Within the Lines would not be possible without Anchor by Spotify. It is the easiest way to make a podcast and has been how we have made our podcast for over two years now. Anchor has everything we could need to make a podcast. And if you were thinking about starting your own podcast, you definitely should take advantage of their resources. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. We have fancy mics. You don't need a fancy mic to use Anchor. When hosting on Anchor, you can even distribute your podcast to listening platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Wherever you want to listen to your podcast, Anchor does that work for you. You think me and Tyler are smart enough to figure this stuff out by ourselves? Absolutely not. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And of course, the best part, because me and Tyler are cheapies, Anchor is totally free. Anchor's been great for us. It's been what we have been using. Um, we highly, highly recommend it. And if you were thinking about making a podcast yourself, we encourage you to download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Let's get back to the pod. Welcome back to another episode of Within the Lines. Coming at you on October 15th, 2019. Today is my dad's 46th birthday. Happy happy birthday, oh my God, Dad. Is it really? Yes. Oh, but it's technically... Okay, I'm good. Okay, yeah, you're good. Um, this future me problem. This is also the first episode where the Los Angeles Dodgers are no longer in contention for anything in the MLB season. We're definitely going to be talking about that. Mm. We've got another week of football in the books. You know, always got to talk about that. America's America's game. And then uh, finally, we have another list for you to end the show. We have a top five character portrayals that... We'll explain it. Well, it's, it's, was, it's hard. Okay, we'll explain it when we get there, I'm going to need guess. extensive explaining. Okay, we'll explain it when we get there, I guess. Let's get into it. I don't feel so good. Up, you can put it on the board. Yes. 
Okay, Tyler. So the Los Angeles Dodgers are no longer playing baseball. It's a shame. They lost, I believe, last Tuesday, last Wednesday. So it was a day after it went up. Last time you heard from me, I was still hopeful that we would make it to the World Series. Hopeful being in uh, quotations because I don't think I was very hopeful. No, you're very Debbie Downer. And I was a Debbie Correct Downer. How about that? Can't argue it. I know. You were correct on being down on the Dodgers. Yes, the Los Angeles Dodgers, they uh, took on the Washington Nationals and the NLDS even before the playoffs started. I predicted the Nationals to beat the Dodgers. There's Parker whining in the background. Tyler looks very upset. Okay, and we are back. Um, if you hear any noises in the background, it is result of Tyler's dog. Yeah, um, um, animal difficulties, not technical difficulties. Yes, we can't say his name because we might get his attention and he might... Uh, it's like Voldemort. Might whine a little bit, yes. Okay, so where was I about the Dodgers uh, losing the World Series? Or not even losing the World Series. Losing to the Nationals. It was expected. I mean, I hyped them up before the year. I picked them to go all the way to the World Series, which looks like it's going to be the case. They're up 7-0 in Game 3 against the St. Louis Cardinals. Already up 2-0 in the series. They look real good so far. I'm um, telling you, man. They honestly didn't look that good against you guys either, like, for the first four games at least. Because we're good. They didn't even look that good in Game 5 until Kershaw was in. It's very true. <laughs> and even then, he got the first guy out. He did his job, and then, I mean, we'll talk about Kershaw in a sec, but I said they 2015 Mets, that's the vibe they gave me. Same thing, 2015 Mets. They beat us in five games, and then in the NLCS, I think they beat the Cubs, and like they swept the Cubs or something like that. Like It was like an easy, easy series for them, and so far, they're just checking all the boxes. I know one thing we were talking about. Oh, yeah, they we... swept the Cubs. Sorry to interrupt. Oof, it's okay. One thing we were st- talking about before the podcast is you want the Nationals to win. Yes. Because that would make it four years in a row the Dodgers have lost to the World Series champions. Hey, man. Whether in the World Series or prior to it. In LCS against the Cubs in 2016, and then, yeah, the Nationals won this year. Astros, Red Sox, and the Nationals. So you just got to hope the Nationals win it, and you can just bank off that. Be like, hey, we're, just, we're second place every year. Second place is just the first loser tie. It is. So uh, breaking down that game five, I mean, they're up. 3-0 most of the game. 3-1, I think, in like the fifth inning, whatever. Walker Buehler let up a run. Gets into some trouble. I believe it was in the seventh. They pull him. Kershaw, bring Kershaw in to get out of meeting out. A lot of people hated it. I agreed with it at the time. Kershaw got out of meeting out. Came back out for the eighth. I still agreed with it. A lot of people hated it. Gives up back-to-back home runs. Two pitches. Two pitches. First Two pitch runs. to Anthony Rendon. For the home, Anthony Rendon's home run wasn't even that oh, bad Oh, that was just pitch. Anthony Rendon being MVP caliber type player. Will Smith had his his uh glove on the ground and kershaw threw it right where he wanted it and then just one of those things and then just hangs the ball to soto who just destroys it that was him still thinking about the home run teed it up for soto and he hit it like 450 fucking feet yeah he was a moon shot um and then you know eighth inning do nothing ninth inning really good inning from joe kelly bottom of the ninth we get a base runner on and then will smith hits a shot to right center that i think is the game winning hit over the fence the way he reacted Mm. and it was caught at the wall Huh? It was Beatty. Beatty was on base. Will Smith hit the drive to right center. Trust me. It was Oppo Field. I think it's a different one then. Because I know there was one that I thought was out. And it was definitely Beatty. You might be thinking about the Will Smith one. It was Will Smith 100%. I know for a fact it was. Beatty was on base, I believe. I don't think so. It was Will Smith because it was opposite field, Ty. Okay. Anyways, it was at the wall. It was caught. And I told my dad, I was like, that reminds me of the 2017 World Series. Game 2. Dodgers were tied with the Astros. Cody Bellinger hit an absolute bomb. Looked like it was looked like Juan Soto's bomb. Was caught at the wall. 
and that was just the same same exact hit and as soon as that hit happened i was like we are losing this game you do not hit you do not give up a lead have the playoff kershaw narrative almost hit a walk-off home run in the bottom of the ninth and win the game and Mm. what do you know they lost and it was sad i'm kind of over it now but i mean hey it is what it is man you can't like i said at the beginning of the season you need a lot of luck to make the world series three years in a row and they were the best team in the national league and you know we could play the nationals five more games and we might sweep them but that's just not what happened ran into a train howie kendrick (laughs) redeeming himself yeah howie kendrick was just god awful that entire series man just ex-angel and ex-dodger i have a signed hat that's the only reason i care yeah just saying i have a signed hat from a possible playoff hero it would be nice to see two former dodgers win it and howie kendrick and brian dozier Brian Dozier was on the team for like I half a year. Brian Dozier. <laughs> I think Daniel Hudson was on our team for a few weeks at once too. So some some former Dodgers went making a name for themselves. Yeah, he was on the Dodgers. I knew it. Former Dodgers making a name for themselves, winning the World Series. Can't do it with the Dodgers, so they do it without him. I know we were talking about it last week um, as far as like how good the Tigers were. Yeah. And there's a tweet this week that came out and said if the Nationals won the World Series, these random five people would have world series rings and it was like scherzer price verlander um anibal sanchez maybe yeah and then someone else it was the five starting pitchers kinsler like, kinsler too kinsler would but it was like the rotation for the oh, tigers wow. it was all five of their starting rotation from one of the years yeah well then kinsler who won kinsler it with the red sox last year mickey needs to get traded so he can win it jd martinez <laughs> fuck yeah he was on that team he won it without him so it's just it's sad for the Detroit Tigers. You know what? Yeah. I, I don't care being a Dodger fan. Just, start the, the NLDS. Yeah, just start the Tiger narrative. Yeah. It, it sucks we're to not be the Tigers. Tigers. Exactly. <laughs> uh, moving forward for the Dodgers, there's not a lot. Oh, oh, that's an unfortunate pick thrown. Oh, that is brutal. Aaron Rodgers just threw maybe a pick six against the Detroit Lions. Oh, my gosh. He threw it. The guy was like wide open. The guy fell on his ass. It dropped. It popped up. And then the guy caught it right at the end zone. Look at Aaron Rodgers. You know he's pissed. Anyways. Love uh, to see it. Give me that NFC one seed. The biggest thing is Hyunjin Ryu being a free agent. Uh, I don't think he re-signs with the Dodgers. Oh, that's brutal, Ty. You didn't see it. I don't think he re-signs with the Dodgers. I think some dumb team will overpay him this offseason. Oh, goal line. Yeah. That fucking sucks. <laughs> I think some team will offer him a lot of money. I think the Dodgers, they're setting their bar at what they gave Rich Hill a few years ago. Three years, $48 million. I think that's... Three years, fifty million is all they're willing to give Ryu with his age and his injury status and everything, because they really don't need him. Yeah, but I'm, uh, there's no way he goes back to the Dodgers with that coming off of either a Cy Young or runner-up well, in Cy Young. He's yeah. gonna want a lot of money. No, I'm saying the only hope is that other teams are also smart about his age and his injuries and don't want to give him a lot. Yeah, and maybe the difference is only ten million, and he'd rather just stay in LA than go to like a shitty team like the Angels. Whoa, <laughs> unnecessary. Um. So we'll see about that. Uh, David Freeze retired, which I would like to point out. I wrote an article about predicting what was going to happen with the Dodgers' four biggest free agents, and I wrote David Freeze would retire. And literally, like forty-five minutes after that article was posted, David Freeze retired. So everyone just thinks you, you just said, "Oh, you're retired," and put it in your article. <laughs> Maybe there's probably a good amount of people too that think that. But I just <laughs> I want to go. I haven't looked yet, but I want to go on the comments and see if there's anyone that's like David Freeze isn't retiring, you idiot, or something like that, only to get proven wrong half an hour later. <laughs> And then uh, Russell Martin, who knows? I could see them bringing him back just because we need a veteran backup catcher. And then um, who's the fourth one? Rich Hill, who I hope they bring out, bring back for one year on like a small deal just because I love watching Rich Hill. He's probably my most entertaining Dodger to watch for me. 
Really? Have you watched Rich Hill Pitch? <laughs> no. He's great, man. He's just entertainment? Yes. You need to watch a Rich Hill highlight tape after this. <laughs> he okay. just... He, dude, it's great. Rich Hill's amazing, but... I yeah. don't know. We'll see. With that being said, those are your free agents, right? Yeah. Some Dodger fans are calling for some heads. Corey Seager. A lot of Dodger fans want traded, which is just absolutely oh, ridiculous. Jesus, I didn't even hear that. I'm talking about Kershaw and Dave Roberts. Let's start with Dave Roberts. Because the Kershaw one's absurd to me, but let's start with Dave Roberts. So, I actually wrote an article that the Dodgers should fire Dave Roberts. Mm. That was written right after they lost. And I understood why people wanted that to be the case. And... Upon reflection, they already announced that they're bringing him back, so that's not even a discussion anymore. Andrew Friedman announced it. But, I mean, it makes sense to keep him. He made some stupid decisions, but it's kind of one of those things, like, even if they do get rid of him, who they replace him with? Like, is anyone on the market even qualified, as qualified as he is? Well, Joe Madden's taken, so. Potentially. And I don't even know how much I would like Joe Madden. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so you risk, you know, changing the culture and the chemistry of the locker room and everything for someone who might be as good as Dave Roberts and... You know, it's really hard firing a guy who had a 106 win season. He's the first manager, I think, ever or since like 1910. I wrote an article about it before the year. I think it was ever to start his managing career with four straight playoff berths. Fuck, really? Which part of that is just having an insanely deep, talented roster. But you guys may had playoff berths, you know, consecutive years prior to. Yeah. But his first year as manager, we did set the MLB record, which has now been broken by the Yankees for DL people on the DL. Now the IL. Oh. And he managed them to a World Series then, so I don't know. It was, he's, a, he's a good manager. Yeah. It's just he and Kershaw don't show up in the playoffs. He did what I did. He trusted his heart, not his head, and he went with Kershaw. And I, I agreed with him, and then it's because I'm done with Kershaw. He's proven to me Oof. that he will never get over that hurdle in the postseason. Yeah, no, that's fair. I, I saw a montage. It was like four minutes of just Kershaw <laughs> choking in the playoffs, and I got upset. <laughs> I was like, I don't even like the Dodgers. Yeah. It was heartbreaking to watch, bro. They went all the way back to Matt Carpenter hitting a double off the wall. I was at that game. Oh, that's right. I was at that game. They brought it way back, Jay. And it was Matt just, Adams, was it, or whoever it was? Matt lefty. Adams was after that. That's the f- famous picture of yeah. like Kershaw squatting down on the mound and Matt Adams' yeah. fucking arms in the air. It's a great picture. Um, I mean, he blew it last year against the Astros. I don't know. If Clayton There's, Kershaw was just, just say there was plenty for the highlight reel. If he was just injured one of these postseasons, we might have a World Series. Well, there's been Dodger fans saying you guys need to trade Kershaw, Jason. No. Now I think it's absurd, but yeah. you also think it's absurd because you said no. So I'm going to make the case that it's not absurd. <laughs> Why not trade him to a team who needs <laughs> oh some wins God. to make the playoffs and get someone else in there who has a winning culture behind them? I mean, maybe not as good. Maybe you guys only win 100 100 games. I mean, if they got a really good package out of it, then I, I wouldn't, I mean, I wouldn't be against it in all honesty, but no one's going to pay for two years of 32-year-old Kershaw. He still had a three ERA. He did. So, I don't know. If there was a dumb team offering a lot, but it's one of those things, like, you just keep him around. He's a veteran on the staff. He'll do good in the regular season. Then once October hits, you just got to manage him with kid gloves, man. I think you, you got to stop bringing him out of the bullpen, for one. He well, that's the weird thing is before this he was actually decent out of the bullpen. He had like a two seven ERA as a reliever or whatever in the playoffs. Moving forward though, yeah, no, yeah, you just and you don't start him on elimination games. You know what they need to do for him? What they need to? I'm dead serious about this. This isn't just trolling. I think they need to use an opener with him because all of his damage comes in the first inning when he faces the heart of the order when he needs to get settled in. Bring in an opener to get the you know one two three through like the five. Then after the first inning, depending where they're at, even if they're starting at the five, throw them out there. 
you know, let him pitch to five, six, seven, eight, nine, and then by then he's in his groove. And then when he faces the one, two, three the first time around, he's hopefully, you know, can get through him, get through him, you know, and get five, six innings out of him to the seventh inning. That I might be how they have to do it. If they use an opener with him too, you give him a short hook. He starts getting in trouble. You fucking pull yeah. him because you know maybe he only goes four innings. That'll take you with the opener through five, getting yeah. bullpen in the sixth, seventh, eighth, and ninth. Yeah, I mean, do what you got to do. He's going to help you in the regular season, but you have to do something else in the playoffs. Oh yeah. This is just heartbreaking to watch at this point. It is, man. I feel so bad. He's in. A, he has one of the most complicated legacies of all time. I'm. He's hands down the best regular season pitcher of our generation. Oh yeah, but the one playoffs, of the greatest oh, all my, time. Oh my god! What's crazy about Kershaw too? He's only thirty one. Like he, you see what Verlander's doing at like thirty six. Like imagine if Clayton Kershaw had a late career resurgence like Justin Verlander and had like two more Cy Youngs. Like he would go down as the greatest of all time. That'd be like a Randy yeah. Johnson level resurgence, but. I mean, all it really takes for him is winning one World Series and then having, like, a really good performance. I think if he has one really, really good October and they Gets win the World, World Series, Series MVP, it's like, okay, he got over the hump. Just like David Price. You know, he got over the hump. But will we ever get that? Probably not. I mean, just watching that game, seeing him sitting in the dugout, he was so sad. Yeah, I know. And, like, you needed the team pumped up to try and make that fucking... Because it was still a tie game at that yeah. point. He was just bringing me down watching, bro. <laughs> oh, my God. I was mad. I tweeted, like, a caps lock rage tweet, and I ended up deleting it. But <laughs> it's just... Like, I feel bad for him, but I don't feel bad criticizing him. I had this conversation with Riley. She's like... Because some people are... I see people saying, like, oh, don't criticize him. Look how sad he is. Like, he his job is to play baseball i feel like i am completely fair in criticizing his job as a baseball player you know that doesn't mean he's not a good person it doesn't mean you know like i'm not saying he's a shitty person but to be like he's a shitty october you know it's just like that guy's a shitty pilot well hopefully there's no shitty pilots you know terrifying that guy's a shitty grocery bagger like it's just (laughs) i'm commenting on his job not the person so yeah he's a great person and everything but he's a shitty pitcher in october i mean and if i ever met him and he asked me how do you think i pitch in october i probably wouldn't say he's shitty but i'd be like you gotta step it up bro I think but I could hit a dong off you. If we're being you. honest. I could probably hit a dong off you. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it, it's tough to see. You do feel for the guy, 100%. Oh, yeah, I feel for but him. That, but I think you can do both at the same time. I think you can feel for him and still accept the fact that he's fucking terrible in October. Yeah, man. It's one of the most complicated legacies of all time. It really is. Because there's nothing else like it. The only thing that could be close to it would be like a quarterback in the NFL. Because even a basketball player, if they don't do good, like, yeah, you can kind of talk smack, but... A pitcher kind of controls the game like a quarterback. And there's never been an athlete that's been this dominant. That's like LeBron James just choking in the playoffs. I mean, can you even think of a quarterback who's had that kind of career? I, I mean, you have like the Dan Marino and everything. I know they've blown some away, but. Wasn't that like kicking shit going on there with the Dolphins? See, I don't even know. That's the thing. And those are things where other things can still lose you the game. Whereas yeah. Kershaw's case, he was like historically bad and directly gave the other team the points the, yeah. you know the points runs yeah so i don't know yeah. man he's still a first ballot hall of famer but easily i hope he gets a ring man i hope you guys trade him and he gets a ring that would be the fuck greatest you. thing ever he leaves fuck the dodgers you. and becomes lights out fuck you that would make me so happy inside i don't curse a lot on this podcast <laughs> but that was fucking that was not nice dude that would be so funny though you have to admit just watching it you'd just be sitting there bitter no the it end. wouldn't be funny you'd be bitter the entire no. time you'd just be sitting on your couch like you gotta be fucking kidding me well if that happens i hope mike trout gets traded late in his contract Whoa! and does the same thing so, knock it off bro <laughs> My season's been over for months now. Why you got to bring that angel hurt back? I don't know if you saw this tweet. I don't know if I ever sent it out because I didn't know if I would sound bitter, but I had, I definitely typed it out. It was that 
Clayton Kershaw or Angel fans remember Clayton Kershaw has seven times as many postseason hits as Mike Trout does. <laughs> Damn. So that's my little comeback for Angel fans. Can't argue it. We're looking good this year, though. <laughs> Next year? <laughs> Next year. Looking good if all the offseason things we just you want to happen. Everyone that we want. Which should you have faith in the front office that paid Zach Kozar $36 million? No. <laughs> but <laughs> or we, Matt put, Harvey. we go on MLB The Show, we tour, you know, force trades. <laughs> auto sign players and we get everyone we want we're looking good i think your owner audrey moreno he just has like his like newspaper subscription is like three years behind so that's when he sees it all and he's like oh this guy's pretty good let's go get him <laughs> oh god jason we yes. have a bracket going on right now with the playoffs yes we do the deciding factor is going to be this al championship series yeah pretty much even if the nationals make it like i predicted if the Astros make it, those points neutralize, and then you got the points for the AL wild card game, mm. which pisses me off that the AL wild card game might decide this. That's why you gotta you gotta be thorough in your evaluation of the bracket. I think you're like, oh, this wild card game doesn't matter. I sat down and thought it out. <laughs> oh my god, I thought it out too. Remember, I was talking about how the A's would play the Astros tough, and I was the complete opposite. I remember I yeah. told you I have no fucking clue. I just like the A's. <laughs> you know the Rays. Or the Rays. Yeah, that's what I meant. And they almost beat them. I was rooting for the Rays because then that would have pretty much that pretty much would have eliminated you. Oh, yeah. Because your Astros would have been done, and then your Braves were done. Well, not at the time, but the Braves, man. We didn't even talk about 10 runs in the first inning. Yeah, that made it feel a little better. You know, actually, Braves fans are probably happy. Oh, like, no, the, that was so easy for them to accept. The, well, I'm saying, like, the narrative was like, oh, the Braves choked, you know, 10 runs in the first inning. But then four hours later, you see playoff Kershaw doing playoff Kershaw things. And it's like, suddenly, people like us don't talk about the Braves. It's true. We almost skipped past it if I wouldn't <laughs> have brought it up. So That was tough. I legitimately thought my fucking MLB app was broken. Yeah. It said 10 brutal. runs in the first, and I was like, what? And, like, I tried refreshing it. I was like, is this supposed to be one in the first, zero in the second? <laughs> and it wasn't. It was 10 runs in the first inning. Yeah. I checked when it was, like, 7-0, so I didn't think there was a glitch. I was just like, oh, my God, it's 7-0. Literally, the first time I opened it up was, like, the bottom of the second or something. And I was like, this can't be right. <laughs> um, and then you got the Yankees. They just walked through the Twins. One yeah, game one of the bad. ALCS. You know, game two, they could have won. They had a few chances to win, but couldn't get it done. Astros, that was a huge win. Astros go down 2-0 going to New York. I don't think you can win that series. Yeah, they definitely put themselves in a much better situation. Um, you go into Yankee Stadium, I think anything can happen there. I think there's going to be a lot of offense mm-hmm. or a lot of pitching. That's my bold take. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I, I don't know. The Yankees just have team of destiny to me. I they have all year, and that's why I picked them. You have both the Cy Young candidates and an MVP, MVP candidate? It's, it's too good to be true, some would say. Some would say you're overthinking it. <laughs> some would say it's very obvious. It's got to be the Astros. I want to see where they're at in the series the next time we record to see if the ALCS will be done. And I'll quote what you just said, then I'm overthinking it. Game three, game four, game five. Game six is on Saturday. Game seven's on Sunday. So the ALCS will be over by the next time we record. We'll find out. And we'll know who won the bracket pretty much. For sure. Um, it's going to be Yankees Nationals. Yankees are going to win five. That's a very patriotic it World is. Series. It really is. It's probably the most patriotic World Series you could have. Yeah, what would be? Nothing. There's no... Yankees are probably the most patriotic, and I don't I think... I mean, Texas is pretty patriotic as far as, like, America. America. But you can't have a... You could have a Rangers Nationals, which I don't think that's more patriotic than... Lit- Oh, I was going to say literally the Astros, Jason. <laughs> oh, or the Astros Nationals, yeah. I was thinking of the Rangers. I, yeah. feel, like the Ast- I feel like Houston's not as, as cowboy in America as the rest of Texas. Houston's like the uh, like the PC 
Cowboys. Yeah. That's a big city. They have like electric horses. So we'll see, man. I think it's the Yankees still, dude. They look good. And the Astros offense has been cold. They only scored three runs. They haven't been great. Verlander hasn't looked amazing. He looked good last night. He looked okay last night, but then he got the Rays beat him up. It all depends. If they still use the three-man rotation, the Astros, they are. They're going to have to bump to four. You're playing seven Wade game Miley, series yeah. now. You have to. You have a good enough four pitcher to go in there and yeah. get you some innings. We'll see though. I mean, their bullpen's not as good as the Yankees, and everyone loves talking about bullpens in October. So Yankees just jump out to a lead. Which is again, I don't understand how the Nationals are doing so good because they have no bullpen. Yeah. Well, I mean, the worst ERA in the regular season. Well, I mean, when you have the, uh, you know, your first two starters throw seven innings of no hit ball, and it then helps. you score seven runs in the next game. I think <laughs> they're up to nine helps. now. But yeah. <laughs> So, oh, Parker is, oh, hey, he didn't hear me. He don't say his me. name. He slumped, though. Look at him. He's passed out. This is beautiful. <laughs> On to football, Ty. Let's Jason, stop talking about the Dodgers. We just talked about your team being broken and done. Yeah. And now we're going to talk about your team being broken <laughs> and done. Yeah. So, what's going on with the Chargers, Jay? They're the Chargers, and we shouldn't expect anything different out of them. Two and four. Yeah. Absolute garbage. No, they're done. Absolute garbage. That's a little harsh. You know how I said I last podcast? Kicking a man while he's down. Barstool Big Cat gave Chargers the Dun Chain? Yeah. He forgot this week that he gave him the Dun Chain and gave it to him again. Really? Yes. <laughs> it was hilarious. I was laughing. I was like, he just double Dun Chain to the Chargers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I gave him the Dun Chain before they even lost against the Broncos. So I was even before him. I gave them the Dun Chain during the Broncos game. You guys lost to a third string quarterback. Yeah. We, all, we also lost to that Duck guy because we lost to Joe Flacco, the third string quarterback, last week. Oh. That was damn Joe Flacco. Shots at Joe Flacco. Um, <laughs> now we just, it was a Chargers game. Mistakes early. They were up 14-0 before a blink of eye, blink of an eye, 21-0. And then they, we actually look really good in the second half. And then Phillip Rivers has a minute with no timeouts to go 99 yards to tie the game. And uh, that's, you know, that's the life of a Charger fan. Phillip Rivers is not elite enough to make that happen. Dude, their play calls that last drive. I don't know if you were watching the game. He literally just no. heaved it up twice. Seriously? Like, it looked like when you're playing football on the street during Super Bowl and you're just, like, running a straight line, I'm going to heave it up. <laughs> it was like, what is this offense, dude? Like, he literally just heaved it, and the first one should have been picked off, wasn't it? And the second one was. It was like a Hail Mary throw when you have a minute to drive downfield. And I get it. you got to kind of get a big chunk play. But they couldn't have thrown, like, a, an out route for 10 yards and then gotten out of bounds and gone from there. Like, I don't know, man. It's a tough look. The play calling has been brutal. And it, it just sucks because in typical Charger fashion, you could probably change, like, one or two plays about every single game, just one or two plays, and they'd be six and zero right now. <laughs> but you guys have been right there. It's not like you've gotten blown out every fucking game. Like you played competitive. It's just can't get the job done. I mean, week two we lost the Lions. We had like two touchdown. We had the Eckler who scored like twice in one drive, and we didn't get it. And then I think we missed two oh, yeah, field goals that game. And then we throw. We were down three or whatever. Down three in field goal range, and we fucking. I cussed again. And Phillip Rivers throws it into double coverage on a terrible play call. When a field goal would have tied the game, we were in field goal range. Interception, game's over. Week four against the Texans, I bet against the Chargers, and we were up at halftime, and then we had like a crucial drive where we could have taken the lead again or something. I don't remember the score at the time. And we fumble. And that was like in the red zone too or like within the 30. And then the Steelers game just, you know, take away that freaking backwards pass or whatever in the beginning. And then the Broncos game, I mean – that one we kind of just got beat up on. But even then, you could have... I don't know. It's the Chargers. I'm used to it, man. <laughs> it's tough, Jay. They're done. They're not making the playoffs. They have to go like 8-2 and two to finish the year. 
at worst seven and three finishing nine and seven and that's not going to happen with their remaining schedule stuff to play the chiefs twice yeah especially the chiefs <laughs> being in your division that's gonna hurt you but the chiefs they're not looking too good they're but i mean they're, they're the chiefs right. and i feel like they'll respond and they'll be fine patrick mahomes got hurt last week with his ankle i'm just gonna accept i'm gonna say he was probably still hurt this week i would just like to point out for the second week in a row that right after i said i feel like something might happen to patrick mahomes something happened to patrick mahomes nothing happened this week i was watching that game i don't know if you watched it Mm-mm. he was making some really bad throws i think he had two turnovers or something he was doing like, like the first time in his career he was doing like the funny like oh look i could throw sidearm or look i can throw off my back foot or and like most of them were terrible like, I remember one of them in particular, he, like, completely overthrew a wide-open Travis Kelsey. It might have not have been He did Travis that week Kelsey. one in the end zone, too. Just, on like, all right, Patrick Mahomes, we get it. You played baseball. And, I, I again, I love every Oh, this guy's defying physics. Like, just go watch someone play this shortstop. Is, all I can picture is you just with gray hair right now sitting in a donut shop. Like, he just needs to sit in that pocket. <laughs> <laughs> I like getting when, too fancy with it. That's not how I like my football No, player. I like when he does the fancy stuff, but he was doing it, like, unnecessarily... Like, he, he's feeling himself <laughs> a little bit too, too much. much. He's like, that's why the Harlem Globetrotters don't play in the NBA. You know what I mean? They, you don't get fancy. It's like going up for a 360 stick. dunk and sticking it and not getting it. You got to stick to the fundamentals. Yeah. And I think he skipped past that phase. Make the flashy pass when you need the flashy pass. Hmm. That's my that's my motto. 2019. How about your team, Ty? They're doing pretty good for themselves. Ah, oh, Jason. Did you see? We got the blessing of the Pope this week. <laughs> yes, I saw that. I don't know how you could bet against the Saints. Which the, I, I the technically Pope. did. The Pope, Jason. It's the only reason you won, I think. God loves the Saints. <laughs> Saints 5-1. and one. I mean, really ugly game. Again, you probably didn't watch it because you were busy. I was busy, but I was checking the updates and everything. Offense did enough to keep the ball and keep Jacksonville off the field, and your defense was rock solid. I think everyone's overlooking our defense. I mean, this is a Gardner Minshew Jaguars. I don't think people are overlooking your defense anymore, Ty. I see a lot of positive praise about your defense. I, I hope so, because we have a great fucking defense. I see a lot of positive praise. We're getting to the fucking quarterback. Our secondary isn't terrible like it has been the past my entire life. <laughs> we look good on defense for once. Alvin I- Kamara was basically a no-show, which he was hurt this week, so I was fine with. But, I mean, he had 11 carries for 31 yards and then had 35 receiving. But, I mean, that's nothing for him. Can I just point one thing out to kind of kind of shit on your parade a little bit? Here, let's hear it. Just, you know, just playing devil's advocate. The last three quarterbacks you've played, Dak Prescott, Jameis Winston, and Gardner Minshew. Jameis Winston dropped a 50-plus burger on the Rams. And who lost three games in a row and looked like terrible. Jameis Winston broke the Rams. <laughs> just like the, tri- the Saints broke the cowboys i'm I'm just saying three mediocre quarterbacks and we've looked great what are you gonna say about the the seahawks one where they get the garbage time i mean he had 406 passing yards with two got tds garbage time points he also got a fumble touchdown and a punt return touchdown which exactly. is not the defense the fumble is not your pass defense i'm just talking about the quarterbacks well yeah but i'm saying our defense is playing good that's what i'm talking about i'm talking about our defense just wait till and then and you, you got... give me two defensive touchdowns in a key game well, Ty, I'll take it every day of the week, Jason. Good for you. Good news for you is, holy shit, you guys don't play like any good quarterbacks this year. Nope. We have a very easy schedule. You play Mitchell Trubisky slash Chase Daniel slash the water boy next week. Um, you play Kyler Murray the week after, and then you got your bye, and then you play Matt Ryan, who's actually has like really good numbers. The Falcons are just the Falcons. Yeah, we'll the get Falcons into that. have terrible defense. Right. 
and then you play Jameis Winston again. Then you play Josh, not Josh Allen, Kyle Allen, who's actually been really good, but still an inexperienced quarterback. Or it could just Panthers? be a injured yeah. Cam Newton. Then a Matt Ryan again. Jimmy G, that's a good quarterback matchup. That'll be a fun game to watch. Jacoby Brissett, who's been good, but not still not like someone who's going to take over the game and beat you. Marcus Mariota. And then Kyle Allen slash Cam Newton Marcus again. Mariota. He got benched this week. That's just a slew of terrible quarterbacks. And then prior to this week, you played... You've played two like good quarterbacks, Russell Wilson and who else are you throwing in there with them? Um, Deshaun Watson. Okay, I'm fine with that because I'm so. like not Dak, not Jared Goff. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you'll take. We've it, had a though. very easy season. I'm fine with it. In Give a, us the one seed. In a year where Drew Brees make, misses six games, you've still had the better quarterback. I think in almost every one of those games. I mean, Teddy Bridgewater has been doing well, good. No, enough. not he's against been, the Seahawks. They had the better oh, yeah, quarterback for sure. But Teddy Bridgewater <laughs> has been treading water. He's a middle of the road quarterback. <laughs> Oh man, is he the future of without Drew Brees? No. Okay, absolutely. Not. I saw someone. Someone was like, I almost got in a debate about that. Like, oh, Teddy's got to show more if he's the future. I'm like, dude, he's not the future. Like, you really think the Saints are banking on him to be the future of the franchise? I think he will have a season as our starter, but I hope he learns from Drew Brees, and then we get a draft pick, and he teaches our young. Our or young Drew Brees pick. just plays another two years, and you guys draft a guy this year. I'm fine with that too. But see, draft the issue, Joe Burrow. The from issue LSU. is if Drew Brees is on our team. I feel like we're still going to be competitive. Yeah. We're not going to get a good draft pick out of a quarterback. Well, this year... I want a year Teddy B leading no, us. No, this year's perfect. Why? Because it's a deep quarterback class, and there's not that many teams who need a quarterback. That's Joe fine. Burrow from LSU. Draft him 30th overall. Ooh, keep it in Louisiana? He's a dude. He's a beast. I'd be fine with it. I told Connor and Amico when we were in Vegas, watch out for Joe Burrow for the Heisman, and they laughed in my face. And I'm pretty sure he's like either the favorite or the second favorite now. Wow. Just saying. Some would say. Some would say. He's a beast, man. But, um, oh, LSU's ranked second now. Wow. Oh, did you hear Coach O? What? The Valley of Death quote? No, I didn't hear that. He's like, this is, you know, the Valley of Death where opponents' dreams come to die. Oh, jeez. He was like, thanks, Coach. He said, go Tigers. Oh, jeez. It was so intimidating. <laughs> it was the most badass thing ever. So do you want to talk about our ED player of the week and we'll watch out for that guy first? Or do you just want to run through the games quickly? I know you didn't really watch any games, so I don't know how much I, of a recap you can do. Yeah. We'll, uh, I can do my best since I kind of watched. You want to just do ED and we'll watch out for that guy? Yes. My ED player of the week, Ty. You were surprised that we did not have the same player. Hold on. Let me pull up my doc because I, I got facts for you this time. I love facts. I got two facts. Two play indexes for pro football focus. Okay. Didn't have to pay for it because baseball is the only one you have to pay for. That's bullshit. Yeah. Because I get baseball is just more stat heavy. My ED player of the week is none other than Jared Goff. Fine with Did it. you see how he played? Nope. But I know they did shitty. 13 for 24, 78 yards, zero touchdowns, two fumbles. That's terrible. 78 yards. The Rams are broken. It's because they don't have a running game, man. Todd Gurley is broken, and you cannot rely on Jared Goff to carry your offense. 78 yards. Do the do the Rams trade for Cam Newton? I heard there was, there was a report today that if the Panthers were to trade for Cam Newton, trade Cam Newton, that there's like a substantial market. Oh, for sure. You could see the Bears going for Cam Newton. Yeah. You could see them. You could see, I'm going to wait for my ED player. I kid you not, I've had this crazy vision in my head for the last few weeks of Cam Newton being a charger after Phillip Rivers. Like, we just sign him after his contract's over because we don't want to develop a quarterback. I'm like, oh, let's just throw Cam Newton out there. We got a good core. I think it's because the Panther blue kind of looks like the Chargers powder blue. I just had this and weird vision, association. Man. You're just kind of like, not oh, this year, but like in two years, I feel like Cam Newton might be a charger. I don't think you want that. I, 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 don't, I, don't, want I don't want it. I don't want it. Um, on the season, Jared Goff has 
seven touchdowns in five games, six games. Not great. 13 turnovers. God damn. Seven interceptions, six fumbles, Ty. We're turning into a Rams-hating podcast, and it's not our fault. <laughs> I mean, everyone hates them. Their own fans hate them at this point, and I don't blame them. So let me pull up this little fact sheet for you once it loads oh. and it's taking forever. So he has seven fumbles, seven interceptions, six fumbles, Ty. That is only the seventh time in NFL history, which it's funny, all of them have happened since 2009. Seventh time in NFL history that a quarterback through week six has had seven interceptions and six fumbles. Do you want to know the other six cents? Do you want to guess? Nathan Peterman. No. He didn't play enough. Okay, continue. <laughs> so we have a... Um, I know he got most of those in one game. This is in order of passing touchdowns from least to greatest. Mark Sanchez in 2009. Ooh, five, five passing touchdowns, ten interceptions, and six fumbles. <laughs> they made the AFC Championship that year. Championship game. That's insane. Next up, Matt Castle with the Kansas City Chiefs in 2012. Five touchdowns, nine interceptions, and six fumbles. Next up, our boy Jared Goff. Five touchdowns. Oh, I don't know why I wrote down seven touchdowns. Oh, no, seven touchdowns. It is seven touchdowns. Seven interceptions, six fumbles. Next up, Michael Vick, 2012. Eight touchdowns, eight interceptions, nine fumbles. Fuck, really? Deshaun Watson, last year. Had nine touchdowns, seven interceptions, and seven fumbles. Oh, they were garbage to start the season. I'd like to point out that Matt Castle actually only had five games played at this point, so he had nine interceptions and six fumbles through only five games. That's pretty bad. <laughs> Next up, Michael Vick again, 2011 with the Eagles. Eight interceptions Back -back and years. seven fumbles. And then number one on this list, I, <laughs> 10 touchdowns, nine interceptions, and six fumbles in the year 2012. <laughs> Can you guess who it is? Who? Philip Rivers. <laughs> I fucking hate it. <laughs> I fucking hate it, dude. I love it. That's I don't love hear. it. I hate it. Phil Rivers, that guy. <laughs> I fucking hate it, that dude. That fucking guy. When I did this table, I was like, of course, Phil Rivers found his way at number one on this table. <laughs> I was pissed. That's one, that's fantastic, Jason. Yeah. Your so, quarterback, historically bad to start the season. My quarterback? Absolutely. My ED player, who just so happens to be a quarterback, Marcus Mariota. Oh, man. I thought you were going to say Jameis Winston. No, Marcus Mariota, 7 for 13, 63 yards, two interceptions. Wow. He got the backup put in to finish the game. Ryan Tannehill, correct? They got shut out. Yes, I believe so. Well, I'm surprised it wasn't Jameis Winston, who also had a bad game. He also had a bad game, but when you get shut out to the previously winless Broncos who beat the Chargers, <laughs> you just that's a, a bad look. Ryan Tannehill came in and threw 144 yards and only one interception. There you go. So They're just collecting all the mediocre quarterbacks. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to like trade him up like in Madden and get a decent yep. one. They're going to put all their bronze quarterbacks together and get a silver. <laughs> I mean, I'm so, James Winston had a bad game. I know he had three interceptions in the London game. Um, yeah, like three interceptions in the first quarter, didn't he? Yeah, there was some stat about he's like he's had so many three interception games or something like that since certain year. And like the next best quarterback only had like one. Some crazy like stat how he's just been historically bad. So hate to see it. And I would just like to point out that a few weeks ago, I, some guy on Twitter told me just about to bring it up. Yeah. told me like Jameis Winston's underrated everything. I'm like, do you really think Jameis Winston's good? Dude? He's literally out of a job after this season, probably. And he retweeted all my tweets saying he was bad just to kind of like, I'm guessing prove a point if he had a good game, like one good game. <laughs> so I was going to quote tweet the ESPN tweet where it said like the history or whatever and tweeted at him, but I didn't because I didn't want to be a jerk. But you took the high road there. Jake. I did for once. Jason, I think it's time to watch out for some guys. 
My will watch out for that guy, guy Tyler. He's on my fantasy football team. Uh-oh. I picked him up in the waiver wire after week one. Uh-oh. I'll give you a little fantasy football update after this week. Okay. He was on my bench today, which was mm. a shame. Well, yesterday. His name is Terry McLaurin. Have you heard of Terry McLaurin? I haven't. Watch out for him because he had four receptions, 100 yards, two touchdowns. Pretty good game, right, for the Washington Redskins? It's not bad. On the season. The winning Washington Redskins. Absolutely. On the season, he has 23 receptions, 408 yards, and five touchdowns, Ty. You know why that's significant? Why? He is one of four wide receivers in the NFL to have 400 receiving yards and five reception receiving touchdowns. Only four receivers in the NFL have done that this year. Who? Terry McLaurin. Okay. Amari Cooper. Okay. DJ Chark from the Jaguars. Sounds like Shark. Chark. And uh, Chris Godwin. Chris Godwin's a fucking monster. So if he's in that category, yeah, good for him. Yeah. That was my will watch out for that guy. So we're just we're just rebounding. Chris Godwin? Well, a couple weeks ago. Oh, I was going to say you went with him again. That's the third week in a row he's been one of our <laughs> will watch out for that guy guy. No, Jason. I respect your, your choice here. My will watch out for this guy. Some would say will watch out for Mono. <laughs> because he got over it, Jason. And Sam Darnold, 23 for 32. 338 yards. Two touchdowns. Beat the carrying, Dallas Cowboys. Carrying the Jets to win over the Dallas Cowboys. Yep. Sam Darnold is my will watch out for that guy. Guy of the week. I'd love to see the Cowboys lose because I said I would eat a Carolina Reaper if they won the Super Bowl. Which? And they look terrible. Leads me into my next choice, Jason. <laughs> I said I had to find a team that was close to my heart. Yes. A team that I needed for my Carolina Reaper. Oh, I know. I know who it is. Jason, I think. write the name down because I don't think you know who it is. I'm... Where do you want me to write it? I don't have anywhere to write we it. We literally have laptops with documents open right in front of us. Okay, I'll write it on the outline. Just don't look at the outline. I'm not on the outline right now, Jason. Jason, my... Okay, it's written. Hand off the hand off the keyboard. My Carolina, Carolina Reaper team is the Carolina Panthers. Oh, what the heck? That's a little weak pick. Again, four and two team. <laughs> they had the same record as your Cowboys when you chose them last week. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. They have a much better record than the Cowboys you chose. And they're close to my heart. They're in division. I said our division was shit, and they're 4-2. They're one game away from us. I would like to say they've beaten all like the same teams you've beaten. So, And they've been doing it with backup quarterback just like we have. Yeah. So they have a possibility of sneaking past us. Okay. All right. And winning the Super Bowl. I don't think it's going to happen. And I'm betting a Carolina Reaper it won't. Okay. From their home state. Okay. <laughs> they're going to ship it out to me. <laughs> I thought you were going to go with the Minnesota Vikings. No, nah, they're just terrible. Well, they had a big. Uh, that's too easy of a pick. Did they? You see them today? Yeah, they, what, yesterday. Jason, we've they talked about this real before. good. We've talked about this before. They look good, but they're not good. But I thought you would bank on that. I thought that's why you would make the Carolina Reaper argument: is they looked good, but they're not good. I'm but, picking the Minnesota Vikings. But I've already said that that's before. my Dallas Cowboys. They look good against bad teams. That's just a cheap pick. I feel like the Cowboys. No, the Vikings. Oh, I was about to say. That's I just felt too rude. cheap. I feel like the Panthers have been winning with the backup quarterback. And I think their starting quarterback is garbage. And I said that in preseason. He's good when he's healthy. He's Again, not healthy. I said I don't think he's going to be healthy, though. Yeah, he's not healthy. But he's good when he's healthy. That's why he's yeah, going to lead the Chargers is. to a Super Bowl in like three years. <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> Carolina Panthers and my Carolina Reaper team, Jason. I won in fantasy football again this week. How did you do? I did great. I think I scored like 120 points, depending on how many points on Johnson's got me today. I mean, I'm up so many, it doesn't even matter what he does for me. <laughs> What if he fumbles like three times? Is there a chance you lose? No. Damn. I am up 124 to 86. So, pretty good week. I'd like to point out something. Nick Chubb, the guy I traded in the Christian McCaffrey 
deal. Had more points than Nick, than Christian McCaffrey this week. And it was trending on Twitter because they're playing in London. Oh, Christian McCaffrey, they had like MVP yeah. chance in London. He didn't have a good game. He had a good fantasy game. He had a receiving touchdown and a rushing touchdown. He had two touchdowns, but he had like no yards. Good fantasy game. Good fantasy game, but no yards. Nick Chubb had a better fantasy game. I will say the wide receiver that was packaged in the deal, Tyler Boyd, only two and a half points. Mm. Rough. And now I have a surplus of wide receivers, Ty. You Ooh. know who was on my bench? You got to start of, shipping them out and get some players in return. You know who was on my bench instead of two and a half points, Tyler Boyd? 24 points, Terry McLaurin, and 18.6 points, Alshon Jeffrey. Alshon Jeffrey has been getting points every week, and I just can't muster up the courage to start him because I feel like he sucks. As soon as you do, he's going to do terrible. Absolutely. I actually think for the city of Philadelphia, you need to leave him on the bench. (laughs) As soon as you start him, they're going to start you doing shit again. I mean, they lost this week, so it doesn't really matter, I guess. I got the best bench in our league, and I think that's a sign of who's got the best team. I got Brandon Cooks on my bench, who had a terrible game because his quarterback's terrible. Alshon Jeffrey... I got Eric Ebron by. He's not that good. Marvin Jones, he did bad. Buffalo defense, which is the like number, it's an A3 defense. So that's not that good. I had a buy. Russell Wilson, who's the number one quarterback in fantasy this year, on my bench, and the Terry McLaurin. Russell Wilson's on your bench? Yeah, I got a Deshaun Watson. Deshaun yeah. Watson scored more points this week, okay? Yeah, that's a coin toss. They're yeah. both good. I'm had fine with it. Half a point more, so my decision worked out. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm 2-4, and four, and I'm going to win out. I think there's 13 weeks in the fantasy football regular season. I'm going to win out. I'm going to go 9-4. and four. I'm going to make the playoffs. I'm going to win the Super Bowl. Sure. It, if that's what you say. I know what you're not going to win? I'm going to continue what you're going to say, and then one I'll tell thing, you what you're not going to win. There was this little thing I saw on the app yesterday, and it was like the the standings predictor, and it was like predicting where you would finish in the standings, and they had an update from like the preseason predictions just based on our teams, like how the computer predicted us versus where we're at now. And I had the biggest drop-off because preseason predictions, I was predicted to be in first. And at the time when I looked at that, I think I was in ninth. <laughs> <laughs> it was sad. It was like everyone was like green a little bit up or red like down one. And it was me all the way at the top and then all the way to the bottom. <laughs> That's great. Just, I'm unlucky, man. What am I not going to win, Ty? You're not going to win our football uh, betting competition. It's been one week, bro. Calm yeah, down. Yeah, you look like trash. Oh, my gosh. Okay, recap what happened. One then? for three, Jason. Okay. You bet on Jacksonville. I bet on New Orleans. Okay. Needless to say, that was a bad choice. <laughs> you bet on Atlanta. Yeah, I'll get to that. Wild in a pick. Yeah. You bet on Denver. Congratulations. The 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 pick I texted you. I was like, because I saw you on the graphic you made that it was Denver. I was like, I picked Denver. Why the hell did I pick Denver? Only and I one texted you. <laughs> did I really pick Denver? And then I listened to the podcast. Oh yeah, I did pick Denver. What a shitty pick. That's what I texted you, and it's the only one that hit. Only one that hit. <laughs> I got fucked over by Thursday night game. The New York Giants plus seventeen couldn't cover. Yeah, that's brutal. And again, that was like with a last minute touchdown that fucked me. Yeah. I had New Orleans and then Miami. Jason, I picked them to win. They plus did not three win. Three and a half, right? But I had a nice little cushion there. They yeah. only lost by one. Yeah. I had two congratulations. wins this week. You only had one win this week. All right, congratulations. We're doing a whole... We got 10 more weeks of this. And I'm out to the early lead. Oh, I got to go back to Vegas Insider and figure out these odds. Jason, I would like to uh, choose my first. Okay. We're going Kansas City Chiefs. Is this week seven? Minus four. I think so. Yeah, I believe so. Okay. That is the Thursday night game. Okay, what? Can you say it again, please? Kansas City Chiefs, minus four. Over who? On the road over the Denver Broncos. They are only oh. only four point favorites against the Broncos. Well, what are you looking at? Kansas City Chiefs. I am on Bovada. Oh, you're on. I was looking at Las Vegas Insider. We got to figure out which odds we're going off of. Do you want to go off of Bovada? Yeah, it's the one I have pulled up already. Okay, because 
the Westgate Superbook has Kansas City minus three and a half. We're going to use that one. Okay, so you get a half point, minus three and a half. Fine, I'll give it to you. Um, okay. I mean, they, that's one of those. That's a sucker bet, though. That's a sucker bet. You think, I mean, yeah. How are they only three and a half point favorites? Because they're on the road and they're playing a. They're Kansas City's lost two in a row. Denver's won two in a row. Just saying, history says who will win. This they're both due. They're both due. One's due for a loss. <laughs> one's due for a win. This is no I, really, I actually really like that. I kind of want to put actual money on it. It's an absolute no-brainer. Like $1,000 on it. Jason, where the if you fuck bet do you find the Westgate Superbook? Are you on Vegas odds? Insider? No. This is why I didn't do it last week. Just look up NFL Week 7 Odds Vegas Insider. And then you'll get a little table, and it has Westgate, MGM Mirage, Bet MGM, William Hill, CG Technology, Circa Points, and Stations. And we'll just go off of the Westgate Superbook. You'll see it. There's like a bunch of the Westgate Superbooks. The third Found it. Thank you. Minus three and a half. Okay. Do you want to name all three of yours, or do you want to go back and forth? We'll go back and forth this week. I, this is the one thing I didn't prepare for. I was very prepared. I also didn't prepare, but that's all right. We're not going to be little bitches about it. Minnesota, Detroit doesn't have a line in Green Bay. Oakland doesn't have a line yet because of the uh, game. It's still going on. Oh, man. Oh, that Falcons bet is intriguing me again. Not going to do it. I Last week, I, I said you never bet on the atlanta falcons for or against them because no matter which way you bet you're going to lose mm-hmm. and what did i do last week you I bet on the falcons in case you forgot <sighs> man oh man can i just bet an under that's <laughs> the saints chicago 38 and a half i'm not betting that but that has to be the lowest saints under in quite some time <laughs> 38 and a half it'll, it'll definitely fucking hit but no i will not allow that i am going to go with ty all these are like Oh my gosh. I am going to go with the San Francisco 49ers minus 10. 49ers minus 10 over the the Washington Redskins. There's that's a that's a two touchdown game. There's no way. Two touchdowns. That that game's going to be like 31 to 10. That's three touchdowns. 31 to 10? Something along those lines. Remember that. Okay. Who are you going with? I don't know, man. This is this is not good. I 100%. You say don't bet on the Falcons, Jason? Yeah. I'm ignoring everything we've said about the Rams, and I'm taking the Rams minus three. So The Falcons, you've heard it here first. The Falcons are going to win. I mean, I might have just gave them a win, but I'm taking the Rams minus three. What's going to happen is I'll bet on the Falcons, and then they'll end up just pushing, so neither of us win. <laughs> <laughs> You'd hate to see it, but I'm definitely <laughs> taking the Rams minus three. There's no reason they should lose the fucking Falcons. Pick number two, Ty. You know what's intriguing me, but I don't think I'm gonna go with it because I know, I know you want to go with it. Saints plus three is very intriguing to me. It's very intriguing. They're counting us out. They're counting us out, and I think the Saints defense is on par, ish, with the Chicago defense, but our offense is a hundred times better. But it, it is your pick, so if you want to take that, you can take that. I'm gonna go with the. Miami Dolphins. Ah, no. You know what? Yeah. I'm going to go with Miami Dolphins plus 17. My logic here is the Bills don't score a lot of points. I think it'll be like 20 to 7. I absolutely would have taken that if I saw it. It's going to be like 20 to 7. They're going to win definitively. It's going to be one of those games where the Bills are just controlling the entire game. But Miami's going to get like a backdoor cover or something. And it's going to be like, wow, why did I bet... Bills minus 17 if you're on the other side. Why did I bet Bills minus 17 when they only score 20 points a game? 
Yeah. That's Miami gonna be hard. plus 17. It's going to be like they have 17 points, but the over-under is only at like 20. So, Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to look at the points. They have a really good defense, so the worry is that they shut out the Dolphins. But Did- Buffalo only averages 18 points a game. So you're telling me I can get the other team versus Buffalo plus 17 when they only average 18 points? That seems like a lock. It's almost a no-brainer. Seems like a lock. They literally could, could get shut out. And you're going to be right there on the possibility of still having that bet hit. <laughs> one touchdown might win that bet for me for Miami. That's what I'm betting on. Can the Dolphins score one touchdown? <laughs> Jason, my final pick. I'm not going to go with the Saints. I'm not just going to be the guy who bets on the Saints every week. I made a mistake a previous week, and I bet against New England. That was stupid. I'm taking New England minus nine and a half. Ooh, against the New York Jets. That's a Monday. That's a Monday night game. Do you want to take that? Because we're going to be recording. Ah. Oh. Fuck me. I mean, you can, but... It's going to mess everything up, Jay. I'm going to take the uh, New Orleans Saints plus three. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. And Ooh. then I'll just I'll just know it in my heart that I bet on the Patriots. So I got San Francisco minus 10, Miami plus 17. You know what's one is really looking tasty to me? Is the Jacksonville minus three and a half against the Cincinnati Bengals. Because the Bengals are terrible. I was looking at that one. But Jacksonville is just not reliable enough for me to go with them, man. But Cincinnati's not good enough for me to pick them either. I know which one I'd take. Oh, man, Ty. I think you should be a homer on this, but that's just, that's just me throwing I am not expert. picking the Chargers. Never in a million Tennessee years. Tennessee just got shut out. Never in a million years. Then take Tennessee. No. If you got that kind of balls, then take them. All right, fine. I'm going to take the Chargers, and they're going to lose. Chargers plus two and a half. You talked me into picking my team so I could watch them lose. Oh, yeah. All right, Jason. I have Chiefs minus three and a half, Rams minus three, Saints plus three. You have 49ers minus 10, Miami plus 17, and Chargers plus two and a half. Yes. How you feeling? Oh, something just happened in the Packers game. Did they just make a game-winning field goal? That looks like their kicker, Mason Crosby. He kicked a field goal. Was that to win the game? I'm assuming you wouldn't celebrate that much if it wasn't to not win the game. They definitely just won the game. Well, the Lions are not going to beat the Packers. You asked that before we started recording. Are the Lions really going to beat the Packers? No, they are not. Which fucking sucks. Because that affects your seeding. Just give me the one seed. I want it. <laughs> I said the pa- I think the Packers are your biggest competition. And I've always been a Packers hater. I will be the first one to say. We've ignored the 49ers who are still undefeated. Currently the one seed. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not ignoring them. I'm taking a minus 10. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I should parlay, though. That's a, dude, that's a can't-lose parlay. I think I might parlay that. You said that last week. Lose. 100% going to lose if you do that. You're so, going to go 0 for 3. Am I going to be? No, I'm going to be in Vegas the next weekend. Never mind. I'll wait. Okay. That's fine. All right. What's next on our outline, Ty? Next on our outline, Jason. <laughs> Holy shit. What? Hawkeye. Jeremy Renner. Probably out of the MCU, most likely. Yeah, I think the Hawkeye show is probably going to be canceled. Yep. Why is that, Ty? Allegedly... I believe put a gun to his ex-wife's head and then put a gun in his mouth and said he was going to kill her and kill himself. That is what his ex-wife is claiming. Yes. But it's just allegations at this point. Jesus Christ. Jeremy Renner's representative released a statement today. What do you say? He said, let me get my reading voice. The well-being of his daughter, Ava, has always been and continues to be the primary focus for Jeremy. This is a matter for the court to decide. It is important to note the dramatizations... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> made in Sonny's declaration are a one-sided account made with a specific goal in mind. I would like to point out, he didn't deny it. He, he just didn't said, say it didn't happen. 
He just was like, she's exaggerating a little bit. It was just her point of view. From his point of view, he was pointing the gun. From hers, it was being pointed at her. <laughs> From his point of view, he was still in character, and he thought they were role-playing. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's not good. It's dark. Dude. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh about it. We, we probably shouldn't be laughing, but Jesus Christ. But wouldn't it be funny if it were to, if it was true, if he was holding like a crossbow at her? Oh my God. <laughs> I would just be like method acting gone That'd be wrong. terrible. Can you, are you responsible in the court of law if you're just method acting? Yes. We go with yes. 100% responsible. Um, which I wanted to ask the question, the reason I put it on the outline is, where do you think they go? Do you think they just uh, pretend Hawkeye doesn't exist? Or do you think they just cast someone new like they have like 50 times in this universe? See, I don't think they recast. I think they just don't do the Hawkeye series and abandon that. Because it's at a point now where you could just assume, oh, Hawkeye's living on his farm with his family. And that's it. You just drop it there. It does suck if that movie had big... Uh, sorry, I yawned. My mom said I yawned too much. Um, yeah, don't yawn. It does suck if that movie was planned to have a big impact on future... Or that show was planned to have a big impact on future it's things. going to eliminate an entire character. Because it's supposed to be a female Potentially Kate too, Bishop. Yeah. I mean, they could just turn it into a Kate Bishop show, I guess. And just have no Hawkeye. To have her training herself. They would have to completely rewrite, and there's no way it would come out when well, it's I'm sure. To. I'm sure they could do some bullshit where it's like... I'm sure in the comics somewhere, there's like... Hawkeye has like someone similar to him or something that can kind of fill in. Or like... Or she could like stumble upon like Hawkeye's bow and arrow or some shit. Yeah. Still have it connected to him in some way. Well, I wonder... I mean, you might know this, but your dad would probably definitely know this. I wonder if the comics, if there's ever been... Like, you know how they always do, like, there's a different Spider-Man or there's a different Batman? Like, there's been a different Hawkeye. Does that make sense? I think it's been Kate Bishop, the girl. Well, if there's a third one. be training. Well, if there's a third one. I don't know. That can... He can train. (laughs) I don't think recasting at this point would be good. But I don't think there's any way this show happens to where they fired James Gunn for the shit that happened 10 years ago. And Disney lets Jeremy Renner... Just if this is working. true, yeah, it, yeah. If it, if it's true, there's but no way he continues working. Either way, I mean, they might just at least suspend it while they figure all this out because you don't want to put out oh, a yeah. show while the allegations are out there. I mean, I think it was the last scheduled show, so it wasn't supposed to come out for quite some time. Oh, okay. So they have time to fucking switch it up and figure out what they want to do with it. Yeah, but I don't foresee it Man. coming out with Jeremy Renner whatsoever. Big regret for Marvel is killing Black Widow instead of Hawkeye at the one scene for the Soulstone, maybe? Big regret? Maybe. <laughs> Depends on what they do with the Black Widow movie. Uh, did you see the Dr. Doolittle trailer? I didn't, actually. I wanted to watch it. I saw the poster. I watched it, and I don't know. I've never seen Dr. Doolittle, and I don't think this is what Dr. Doolittle is. I think it's a completely new thing. Dr. Doolittle is a doctor who can talk to animals. Okay, but did he go on like some wild adventure on like a freaking ship? I think he does whatever he wants. But no, I do not believe the Eddie Murphy versions ever were. Uh, <laughs> yeah, voyage. I think it's completely different. And the only thing I could think of while watching it is like, why is Tony Stark, you know? Does he still look like Tony Stark big time? He doesn't look like Tony Stark. It's just that's what I think of it's when I see Robert Downey Jr. It's not going to help that the dog is Tom Holland. So you're going to hear Tom Holland oh, really? and Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Did not know that. Tom Holland's a voice acting a dog in it. So he's going to have conversations with Robert Downey Jr. Do they make a subtle hint at Marvel, like the MCU? I think they can have the dog get bit by a spider. Because in... That'd be funny. I'd laugh. Men in Black, the new one. And then the spider is voiced by Tobey Maguire. <laughs> that would be good. <laughs> oh, the mic just spiked out. That would be good. Um, but in the new in the new Men in Black, did you know there was a Thor like joke? Yeah, he had a little hammer and he threw it at him. Yeah, and it was just... It was like, in the oh. trailers. <laughs> oh. I didn't even see the movie. <laughs> yeah. Do they do something like that? Just like a subtle little nod? I think they do. I think they have to. If you have both of those guys from the MCU, like yeah. if they have a scene together, there has to be something. Yeah. 
I like to have like Robert Downey Jr. talking to him and just like snap or something. Just like something the dog yeah. like freaks out. <laughs> or or what if Oh well Doctor Doolittle probably doesn't kill animals. I was gonna say Doctor Doolittle kills no, that's the spider. A bad idea. No, kills the oh. spider. Spiders aren't animals. And then you just see the dog kind of freaked out a little bit, like, like freaked the fu- Yeah, I don't like, think he kills. Oh shit. I don't think it's a I think he could get bit by a spider, no problem. Yeah, that's a good idea. But uh I saw one lady comment under the thing, like at RDJ, you how do you make every role you've ever been in like Per, seem like it was perfectly righted from you, righted for you, written for you. Fuck. <laughs> and uh, I just don't see how they took that conclusion from the trailer because there wasn't like that much. Um, RDJ fan. Yeah, probably. That's, that's all. I'm just like, how'd you come to that conclusion already? I think he's very charismatic and charming, so I think he just does good in most roles. I can name two movies that Robert Downey Jr. is in that aren't Marvel: Tropic Thunder and Sherlock Holmes. That's yep. it. Can't name any other movies. I know he had someone who was younger, but then he had the gap from drugs and alcohol and jail. Yeah, but which is an issue. He'll forever be Tony Stark, and he will forever be intertwined to that role. He will, Jason. Leading in to our next segment, mm-hmm. I'm glad you picked up on that. We're gonna have to uh, explain this a little bit. So you text me, yes, based on the Joaquin Phoenix performance in The Joker, roles yes. where it's at least somewhat of a known actor playing a character. That we completely disassociate from that actor. So when you watch... Because there's movies where it can be a great performance. I don't want to give an example and then have it be someone on your list because that would just make us look stupid. Yeah. Let's just say Tom Holland as Spider-Man. We said, actually said that as an example in our text message. He can have a great performance as Spider-Man and he could feel like the actual Spider-Man. But you you don't really think of like Spider-Man and Tom Holland being different. Where there's certain characters where people do such a good job. It's like... I could see the Joker and Walking Phoenix in the same room and be like, oh, okay. Like The Rock. The Rock is the complete opposite. He could have every fucking role ever and be amazing. And it's always The Rock. Yeah, it's still going to be The Rock. You yeah. don't need to name The Rock's characters in his movies. You're going to just call him The Rock anyways. Yeah. <laughs> He's the complete opposite of what we were talking about here. <laughs> yeah, so it's people who like really embody these different characters and it kind of becomes its own person in a sense. Like characters that have become their own person. Yep. Do you want to go first or second? I'm going to go first because it's a very, very cheap one, and that's why okay. I put it first. Okay. Heath Ledger as the Joker. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's as cheap as it can be because we're talking about the Joker. But if you watch Heath Ledger in his previous films where I think A Knight's Tale and I don't, however many reasons you hate me or things you hate about me. Yeah. <laughs> whatever. It's, it's not the Joker. Yeah. I mean, and I think with this category, it kind of has something to do with the makeup and effects team, too. Yeah. Because it's, you know, All of these people. Him. For the most part, most of my people are kind of altered in some way physically. Yes, and so uh, I think it's the whole team and everything where that is a completely different person than Heath Ledger. Yeah, I could see Heath Ledger. I could see him. See, I don't know Heath Ledger for anything besides Joker. See, I know a couple. I've seen a couple of the roles and stuff. One hundred percent separate. I probably have. I just maybe don't know what he looks like without the makeup. (laughs) That's how good of a pick this is. But it was a cheap pick, so I threw it in first. Uh, Number one, I'm gonna go with Joaquin Phoenix and the Joker. Did you really? No. I was like, that's mimicking you. (laughs) I've said this before on the podcast, and you might have it on your list. And it's one of the reasons I love the movie so much. And I always have to talk about Anchorman. But Ron Burgundy is number one for me, Ty. Number two on my list. Ron Burgundy. I mean, they go on talk shows as Ron Burgundy. Not as Will Ferrell. Yeah. As Ron Burgundy. He has has a Ron Burgundy podcast. Not the Will Ferrell podcast. He's a completely different person when he's Ron Burgundy. And it's like, I could see Will Ferrell and Ron Burgundy in the room, and I'd be like, okay, they're buds. Yeah, no, 100%. It, and I think with the mustache and the hair, I look at him and I'm like, maybe it's his brother? 
Like, it, maybe they're related It doesn't some look way. that much like Will Ferrell. It doesn't. When you see, like, if you compare Ron Burgundy to, like, Daddy's Home Will Ferrell. Yeah. Completely different people. <laughs> yeah. It, it's a fucking mind-blowing. Yeah. And, and so, I, I put him number two on my list because I knew you were going to have him and I didn't want him to be my number one. But I think he embodies this more than anybody where it yeah. is, that's a character in and of, of itself. Yes. I'm glad we, I'm glad we connected easily. He, and it, he definitely has nowadays will ferrell doesn't really do that that much i mean look at all of his recent roles i feel like it's just different versions of will ferrell yeah like now he's kind of playing that awkward dad kind of well, did you see the uh between two ferns movie no they made a movie about that yeah it's a movie about between two ferns no. and will ferrell plays his boss right and he's like i need this many interviews or whatever mm-hmm. so you can get your own uh show and Will Ferrell's like this cowboy asshole boss, and it's funny as fuck. <laughs> like, rolls up in like a Hummer limo, and he's like a complete asshole to him, and it's funny. Galifianakis, I'm assuming, is in it, right? You can't yeah, do that without Galifianakis. him. Galifianakis. It's, it's like the show, but it's like he takes the show on the road because he fucks something up. So it's fiction, though, right? Yeah, it's fiction. Okay. So but it's not Will Ferrell. It's like, it's like a fake documentary type thing. Okay. But it's a documentary of the show type. It's fake. Are they but. saying Will Fer- is Will Ferrell his boss and that's how they're portraying Will Ferrell to be? Or is it like a completely like different name? No, Will Ferrell is his boss, but they're portraying Will Ferrell as no. like this cat. Yeah. Yes, his name is Will Ferrell. Oh, it he is? is Will okay. Ferrell in the movie. Gotcha. It's the way they're portraying. It's an exaggerated version of... Yes. Okay, it's I fucking gotcha. funny. <laughs> um, so you did your number... Do you want me just to do my number two then or... What? Since you did... No, that was... Your number two was taken? That would have been like number two on my list. I did five. Oh, Okay. So Did I still have four. What? So I oh, have, you're going down up? Yes. Oh, I was going up down. That's probably oh, well. where the, the issue is. All right, go with whatever number you're on. Who the fuck starts then? at five on a ranking list? I mean, who starts at one? I, who starts the list with my number one choice is this? There's no suspense. Because my logic was I didn't want you to steal Ron Burgundy. <laughs> so I was. it was a draft. In my eyes, it's a draft. <laughs> okay, I didn't know we were drafting here. Because we had the same people. We drafted the same person. All right, who's your number four? I'm going the same way. I'm going number two next, but who's your number four? Emmett from the Lego movie. <laughs> now, you laugh at me. I don't, vi- I don't view Star-Lord with that. I don't think it's Chris Pratt. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I, I don't think I knew that was Chris Pratt for a few years. That's what I'm saying. I didn't know it was Chris Pratt. And then it's like, oh, shit, that's Chris Pratt? I have an animated one, too, so I can't laugh that much. But... That's why you said animated, and I was like, I'm fucking using this. <laughs> I like that. Have you seen Lego Batman yet? Nope. Do you know Zach Galifianakis voices Joker in those? In yeah. Lego Batman? I think didn't Channing Tatum's Superman. Jonah Hill is Green Lantern. Yeah, I didn't know that. It's funny shit. You need to watch Lego Batman. You've told me this multiple times. So why is it taking so long? I haven't been able to find it. You get me it on Blu-ray DVD or digital. I'm sure Riley has one. Well, hold on. Where can I watch Lego Batman? I don't want to spend money on it. I'm saying, but there's websites that tell you if it's on Netflix or anything. Oh, wow. The Lego Batman movie is on Netflix. Okay, great. Found it. <laughs> you have no fucking excuses anymore, Tyler. It'll be watched by the next episode. Oh, Netflix side air page not found. Oh, no. I don't think Oof. it's on Netflix anymore. And it will not be watched by the next episode. Do oh, you still have the Prime Video on your TV? Yeah. I, I, oh, no. You have to buy it. Never mind. I'll make it happen. Okay. Jason, who's next on your list? Number two on my list. You might have this guy. You might not. I don't know how big of a fan you are of these movies in particular. Okay. I'm going with Captain Jack Sparrow. Number one on my list. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I just took your one and two. Fucking my list up here, Jay. We had the same one and two. Just flip-flopped. You just went out of order like a fucking psychopath. (laughs) That's the problem. 
you're a fucking maniac. One in <laughs> Captain Jack Sparrow, number two for me. Yes, number one. For Iconic. Me. He's Johnny Depp is, that not, is not Captain Johnny Depp. Depp. Yeah, it's. I mean, again, he dresses up as Captain Jack Sparrow and goes in, goes in the Pirates of the Caribbean ride before the new movie comes out, and it's like, holy shit, there's Captain Jack Sparrow. It's, it's not there's Johnny Depp. Yeah, you know, that's Jack Sparrow, and I think again with like the makeup artists and everything, with like the hat and the pirate look and his goatee and fucking. That was Jack Sparrow. That's not Johnny yeah. Depp. Johnny Depp's creepy and dark. Jack Sparrow's a drunk. I will say Jack Sparrow, I feel like, is very easy to mimic. Riley's uncle is like a Jack Sparrow-like cosplay. <laughs> He's not a cosplayer. I'm just... But he, like, gets paid to go to parties as Captain Jack Sparrow. <laughs> okay. And, uh... Yeah, and he looks like Captain... He looks like Jack Sparrow. Victoria follows a guy who does that, like, professionally. That might be Riley's uncle. I, it might be. He has a <laughs> lot of followers on Instagram and shit. But he does the Jack Sparrow thing, and it's just like him. Yeah. So, sorry I took your number one, Ty. It's all right. Do you want me to do, like, one more, then? Yeah, I only have one left, so. <laughs> all right, my number three. I know this one's not on your list because you said you didn't have any females. Yeah, you're I, sexist. I said that the industry is sexist because I wanted to add females. Katniss Everdeen. I don't agree with that. From The Hunger Games. And I think it's because I read the books. Okay. I just, I, I didn't think of Katniss Everdeen as Jennifer Lawrence. Mm-hmm. I thought of her as Katniss Everdeen. I could see Katniss Everdeen and Jennifer Lawrence in the same room. And I'd be like, okay, I'm fine with that. I think it's because I read the books. And I think it was it one, might be. It was one of those things where I didn't read the books until like the trailers were already out. So like when I, I saw the trailer for The Hunger Games, saw Jennifer Lawrence. And um, knowing me, I probably didn't know who she was before that. So then when I read the books, I pictured Jennifer Lawrence. That's who was Katniss yeah. for you. Yeah, completely opposite for me because I think that was my first... Like exposure to Jennifer Lawrence, mm-hmm. and she's ingrained in my head as Katniss Everdeen. Okay, so it's just kind of flip flopped a little bit. Yeah, she's the complete opposite for me. I think that is her, and I think she's done move uh, movies like um, the one with uh, Bradley Cooper. Yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. I don't know the name. Though. It's a great movie. I can't think of it. Silver Linings Playbook. Got it. Red Sparrow. What I just said. Oh, it. oh, she's in Dark Phoenix. Oh, duh, she's in all the X Men movies. Yeah. Duh. But again, she still is Katniss to me. But that's your list, Jason? Yeah, don't critique my list, please. This is we my have final, two of the same people. This is my final pick. Okay. I have... I don't know the character's name because there's multiple names. Okay. James McAvoy and Split. Oh, okay. I've never seen those movies. Where are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> they seem a little too scary for me. I mean, it's dark, but he just plays like 12 different characters in the movie. And none of them... I'm not, not sitting there like, oh, that's James McAvoy. Like, one's a chick... One's a little boy, and like I, they're each individual characters. Does he have a jock? I feel like there'd be a jock. Um, probably. Yeah, he's got a, he's got multiple. Isn't one of them a killer? But yeah, one of them's like a like a monster creature. I don't fucking know. That's what the last one was. He's like any, super villain. Is, is there any jump scares? Probably. It's pre, it's a dark movie. Probably you've seen it. I I haven't watched it in a while because there's Split and then there's Glass. And then way back in like 2003, there was that Samuel Jackson movie. Or whoever it was. Bruce Willis movie. Unbreakable. I thought Samuel L. Jackson was in it. Because isn't he in the new one? He is. But I would say that's Bruce Willis movie. Because it's Unbreakable. <laughs> which is Bruce Willis's character. Glass is Samuel L. Jackson's movie. Because that's his character. That's weird. It's weird how they continue to franchise like 15 years later. Yeah. McAvoy was like, not in Unbreakable. The other Samuel L. Jackson franchise they continued. The one where he's like that gangster. Oh. um, Shaft. Yeah, I didn't know. There's been like two other Shaft movies, I think. I think it's like it got passed down. Like it's like a legacy role. Didn't know that. But we, it's like family members and they actually brought back the old actors who yeah. did it back in, you know, whatever year. We saw the trailer for it and I was like, that looks dumb. And then I found out it's like a like a series. Yeah. So I got two more for you, Ty. Let's hear them. Number four is my animated one. 
I went with Olaf. Are you kidding me? Who voices Olaf? <laughs> it's um the dude who plays exactly. The side you don't know who, in, who you don't know who voices in, Olaf. Um, Olaf is his own person, bro. It's Josh Gad. Yeah, Josh Gad. They don't seem like the same person. I'm sorry. Again, that was my first exposure to Josh Gad. So every time I hear his voice, I picture Olaf. I I don't. I don't. Josh Gad looks like uh, Jason Brandon's like cousin. Yes, very um, much so. They look very very similar. <laughs> um, but Josh Gad, I, I don't think of Josh Gad as Olaf. I think of Olaf as his own. He even had a movie. It was person. like a bachelor party with Kevin Hart. Uh huh. And it was very dirty. Do they make Olaf jokes in it? Well, no. It was just a oh. dirty movie, and Josh Gad is in it. And I still view him as Olaf. I don't. Sorry to say it. Uh, again, your list. Not yours. Let's hear the last one. Number five. Another one you might disagree with. I went with Napoleon Dynamite. Okay. Who is that even? It's a. Uh, John, you got to know the fucking actor's <laughs> name before separating them. You can't but, just say a character. Well, I don't, Tyler. You know I'm not good with their names. But you did research for this. I thought you I would forgot look it his up. name. I forgot his name. Okay, John okay. Hader. See Hader. Okay, John Hader. What else was he in? Um, Benchwarmers, I believe. Oh, Blades of Glory. He's the other guy in Blades of Glory. Oh yeah. Okay. Benchwarmers. That's fine. I view. I, I agree with that. Hundred percent, Jay. He. It's just like if you look at picture of Josh Hader, like he looks like Napoleon Dynamite, but not really. But Napoleon Dynamite's kind of like the character, and it's just so iconic. And again, you could see Josh Hader, and he all he kind of plays kind of similar roles where he's kind of like stupid in all his movies, in a sense, in one way, shape, or form. I don't know. I just feel like Napoleon Dynamite. It's just one of those characters, you know. For you sure. Would, you would bring Napoleon Dynamite onto your talk show. Not John Hedder. For sure. Just saying. Uh, Sorry, John Hedder. Can we throw some honorable mentions out there? I don't have any, but yeah. Jack Black, Nacho Libre. Never seen Nacho Libre. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry to say it. Uh, Indiana Jones, Harrison Ford. Never seen Indiana Jones. Obi-Wan Kenobi. Never seen Ewan Star McGregor. Wars. Connor McGregor. Ewan McGregor. Okay. That's it. How about uh, Champ Kind? Or I, mean, he, I feel like he plays or, the same person in every movie. Brian Fantana. That's a good one, but I didn't want to use two from Anchorman. That doesn't feel like Paul Rudd. I'm it, sorry. It does to me. I love me some Paul Rudd. It doesn't feel like Paul Rudd to me. I don't think you've had enough Paul Rudd exposure then, Jay. <laughs> um, Paul Rudd's character in Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yeah. I actually watched that when I was in New York. It's a very good movie. He's fucking hilarious in it. Yes, but that's not Brian Fantana. That's Paul Rudd. Yeah, it just doesn't feel the same. I'm saying his character in that movie for this list. Oh, gotcha. I don't know his name, but he's funny. Um, <laughs> I was going to put uh, one person I thought of was Harry Potter. No, that's complete opposite for me. I just, I don't even know the guy's name. Daniel Radcliffe. And he will forever be Harry Potter. Yeah, I guess. No, yeah, you're right. It's the reverse. It's yeah. the RDJ. That's effect. the, you're and right. And then like Hugh Jackman. That's Wolverine. Wolverine. Yeah, yeah, same thing. How about, uh, <laughs> I was honestly going to put this on my list, Freddy Krueger. <laughs> I don't Freddy know what else Kruger's he's in. Freddy his own character. He's his own character. <laughs> I want to do something stupid like Thing or something from like the Fantastic Four where he's literally just covered in rock the yeah. entire time because you can't tell who it is. <laughs> what about this one I was thinking about but I didn't ultimately do? What about Rocky Balboa? I feel like Sylvester Stallone's in so many movies that Rocky Balboa is almost like its own thing. My issue with Sylvester Stallone is I view Sylvester Stallone, and then I view Rocky as its own thing. I view Rambo as his own thing. 
so like, it's just I, a bunch of different just, own things he's just he's all the same person but they're all different okay so i guess you could have just filled he's your a weird list. category you could have filled your list with sylvester stallone you probably could have he's a weird category for me i didn't know what about a uh, forrest gump probably not but i'm just reading oh iconic God. movie characters i put i was thinking maybe arnold schwarzenegger with terminator just because i'm like now that he's older I'm like, oh, that was like the governor of California. Like, this is Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> and then you have the Terminator, which is its own character. Yeah, I can see it. Fun fact, I was at the Chargers game where he was at the game and he said, go Chargers, go. Oh. They always play it on ES. Well, they would always play it like when Chris Berman did his thing. Really? Yeah. Every time they'd show the Chargers, they'd show Schwarzenegger, go Chargers, go. I was at that game. Not to brag. Wow. Only Chargers game I saw in San Diego. Wow. Stop playing footsies with me, you bro. You just kicked me, bro. Stop playing footsies with me. Sorry. Be sure to like us on uh, Twitter. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, do you have more? I'm sorry. You're just getting a little fucking jumpy here. What else do you got for me? I wanted to address the issue that there's no female iconic characters, Jason. Okay. Katniss Everdeen. How about that? But again, like, that's okay. But like, as far as just going through movies. How about the bride from, uh, what? Kill Bill? Yeah. Kill Bill. Never seen those movies. She's she up just there. popped up on iconic movie characters. There was like Hermione from Harry Potter. Okay. But like. There's zero representation, and I think that's an issue. Yeah, I'm not going to say it's not. I'm looking at iconic um, movie characters on Ranker, which is when people rank. Ron Burgundy was ranked like 150th because he had 1,000 downvotes. I don't know why he was downvoted so much. It's absurd. Well, I think that's the list I was on. Hermione was like 30-something, Okay, and that was the first woman. Who is the... She's not the first woman. What number do you think the first woman is? And this is like opinions. People just downvote. 20 to 30. Give me a number. 26. 21. Princess Leia. Okay. Yeah. Ahead of Princess Leia is R2-D2. Oh, my God. And that's it. That's the only funny one. Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only funny one. I don't got any other funny ones. all Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> I thought there would be, like, more, like, ridiculous ones, like Chewbacca. But even with Princess... Oh, Chewbacca's kind of a good one for this list. I think this is his only role. I, my issue with who this plays is like, Chewbacca. He could be CGI, and I'd know. I'd have no idea. It's a. It's a guy. Oh, okay. I think he actually passed away. Jay, I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> wow. My issue with this is like I needed it to be a big character, and then I needed that actor to be in other big movies that yeah, I don't associate. Yeah, I gotcha. I gotcha. But again, like even with the female, none of them are leads. Princess Leia is not a lead character. She's a key character, not a lead. Hermione's 48th. Hermione is not a lead. Kill Bill, she's a lead. Sarah Connor, she's from Terminator. Even then, I think like she was probably number two or three in the movie. But Terminator is the lead. Arnie, yeah. You know who is a great example of the RDJ effect? Who the guy who plays Mr. Bean? Oh no, I don't even think he has a real name. I think he's just Mr. Bean. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's in a. Have you ever seen Rat Race? No, but a podcast I listened to just reviewed it recently. Oh, dude, it's so good. Did they give it good reviews? They said it was really funny for like the time period. It didn't age well, but they said it was funny. I thought I watched it again like a year ago, and I thought it was still funny. I've never seen it. It's good. It's worth a watch. Is it? It's worth a watch. You're telling me to watch a lot of shit here, Jay. I need you to shuffle through and kind of give me like it's, top two. It's not gonna. It's not gonna blow your mind or anything. It's not gonna be like, oh, that was really really funny. But it's 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 a good watch. Okay. Mr. Bean, he's in it, and he's my favorite part. Yeah, I knew he was in it. He's great, dude. He's so funny. But again, I think he's just Mr. Bean. Little cock doggies. That's from the movie. <laughs> I don't think I've ever actually seen anything from him either. I think it's just I've seen like stuff on the internet. He that's I think that's the only movie I've seen. What's his even real name? 
It's a British sitcom. What's his name? I looked up Mr. Bean and they don't have like the actor's Again, name. Again, he's just morphed into Mr. Bean. Rowan Atkinson? Yeah. Is that? Sounds about right. That's who it's created by, but is that who? No, he, I think that's the actor. Oh, yeah. Rowan. Oh, he's in that one new stupid movie that came out a few months ago. It was like a spy movie. I just remember seeing the trailer for it a few times. I, I have no idea what it was. It was just so dumb. I don't know. <laughs> it was so stupid, dude. <laughs> Oh, uh, Johnny English Strikes Again, I think. That's what it was I called. I think Johnny English is Mr. Bean? Yeah. Okay. No, yeah, that's what I'm saying. He was in that. Yeah. And it just looked dumb. No, I'm saying I think that's the character. No, the character's Johnny English. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> again, I don't know anything, but I know he's just Mr. Bean no matter what. He's been in Johnny English That's why they, they literally tell me his name, Johnny English, and I'm like, yeah, that's Mr. Bean. <laughs> that's the character. <laughs> he's been in Huan Li Ji Jun Rain. As Mr. Bean, a cameo. I'm assuming that's like a Chinese movie. That would be so Doesn't funny. have a it's Wikipedia like a page. Chinese action movie, like dubbed English, so like their <laughs> mouths don't line up and Mr. Bean just walks through the back <laughs> of the fight scene. Um, Johnny English Reborn, another Johnny English movie. Mr. Bean's Holiday, Keeping Mo- Love Actually. I've heard of that movie. He's in that movie? <laughs> yeah. Johnny English. He's in Scooby-Doo, the Scooby-Doo movie. Okay, yeah. Uh, Rat Race. He's in. He's the voice of Zazu in Lion King. Yep, I knew that. Didn't know that. And besides that, I don't know any of his other movies. But hey, he's made a living off of being Mr. Bean. Yeah, I mean, man. he's probably rich as shit. Yeah. Uh, next week, Jay. Don't know if you're going to see it, but I hope you go and see it. On our review, Jojo Rabbit, because I'm definitely going to go see it. Jojo Rabbit. Taika Waititi movie where he plays Hitler. Oh, okay. That's one of those movies that's actually coming out this month, not one of the ones that you mistakenly said were going to come out. Disclaimer, Jason didn't help set up the one podcast, and that was rushed, and I did not use a credible source for last month's <laughs> uh, movie releases for this month, I mean. So next month, we're going to talk about some movies again, and it's going to be for real. Comes out on the 18th? Yeah, this week. I'm, I'll have to watch a trailer for it. I think I'm moving out this weekend, so I don't know if I'll have time. That means we'll you're see. going to be done moving, you're a long day, nothing's going to be set up yet. You're like, fuck, we need to do something. Go to the movies. I got a lot to set up, bro. I'll help you set up so you can go to the movies, Jay. Hey, real quick, next time that you're listening to us, we might be in our brand new podcast studio slash my game room. Jason, getting an apartment. Yes. Moving out. Address is? We have a sweet... <laughs> our podcast table, it's a little small. Oh, you already have it? I don't know how you're going to feel about it. I don't know if we'll we're... Gonna, I don't know if we're wrong. It's probably like that big. Will it Bad fit radio. both laptops and our mixer? I don't know. Okay, we're going to have to... We'll figure it out. It's the baseball tabletop that you've seen in my garage. I don't remember. We'll figure it out. Um, the plan is... And I might just end up getting a table, but the plan is to do that baseball tabletop, and then we have... They're called agam pieces. It's like the little bottom you build for it, like when they do the booths at my dad's work. And then I have that those bats on that, that sheet of plexi. That goes into the thing. Like, it slides into the agam. So the front of it, we're going to slide the bats into it so the front of it's just going to be like a bunch of bats it's going to be the baseball tabletop and then we're going to leave the two sides and the back open but the back's probably going to be against the wall so we're going to be like against the wall but we'll have the sides open that way like our feet can be under and then we'll be sitting like this and then right next to us on the right hopefully I'm, i want to have my dad print out a within the lines sign we're going to put that up there and we're going to record and it's going to be nice bro it's going to be it's going to be nice i love it Sounds hopefully great. or i might just have to buy like a table from ikea but we'll figure it out it'll be great but it'll no longer be in my kitchen. So R.I.P. We could keep it here if you want, bro. Studio. No, it's time to move. I never. On. I never We're moving up in the world. I never actually asked if you wanted to move the podcast. I always just I said like very, very much said I did though. Oh, okay. The entire time. Why? 
It's going to sound better, and I don't like having to set up and tear down. I think it'll be good if we have an established place where we don't have to worry about setting up, which is getting to our zone. I think it'll be better content. You know what we could do, too? What? Green screen behind us. Record on YouTube. We're in the Appalachian Mountains. <laughs> that sounds fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, Check out our YouTube channel. We had a video go up last week about our Joker review. If you listen to the podcast, you could listen again. See Back faces. It was the podcast, then video format. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Within Lines. Pod. Within lines pod. I always mess up the Twitter handle. You made it. Uh, we're going to tweet a giveaway tomorrow. Today, Tuesday. So be sure to be on the lookout for that. Oh, I don't even know. Another Funko I'm Pop excited. giveaway. I want to enter. And uh, yeah. You got anything else? I got nothing else to say. This is a fun pod. It's always fun with you. Be a good friend, everybody. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.